Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's a wrap. Yo, that's a wrap. It was an amazing experience. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Hope you got some laughs and good entertainment. This is Warriors Wrap-Up. Game. Curry with the handle. Hand checked by Morris. Backs him up. Goes behind the back. Down the lane. Hand off to the cutting. Draymond Green over the top of man with a driving layup. And again, another cut by Golden State. I mean, just dicing him up. Yeah, a lot of cutting and a lot of easy baskets, a lot of assisted baskets for the Warriors in this one tonight as we welcome the inside Warriors wrap-up. At Chase Center tonight here on 95.7 The Game, John Dickinson with you as we dissect what was one of the more complete Warrior victories of this season as the Dubs handle their business against a Clippers team playing without their two stars, of course, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George out in this game. It was uh, announced that both were going to be missing this game, I I think late last night, uh, as far as the injury report went, and that meant that this became a game where it was essentially another no-excuses game for the Warriors on the home floor, and the home floor of the Warriors had really uh, taken care of business in a lot of these situations and, and played very good basketball. So to see the Dubs get out to a 32-29 lead, up by three at the end of the first quarter, and then really seize control of things in the second quarter as they hit the Clippers 34-18, to and uh, they really cruise in this one, led by as many as, as 29. It did get down to 17 as far as the final of 124-107. to So the Warriors now continue to inch closer to the 500 mark on the season as they are 9-10, and 10, which is good enough for uh, currently 11th. So they're right there on the outside looking in, a game back of Dallas for the play-in tournament. Uh, Dallas currently is 10th at 9-8. and eight. Uh, So the Warriors 6-3 and three in their last nine after the 3-7 and seven start. The 3-7 and seven start coinciding with the 0-5 road trip from back in October where the Warriors lost uh, those games to Charlotte and Detroit and Miami and Orlando and then the Pelicans uh, going back to, to early November a couple of weeks ago as the Warriors took the the first of what would be two games and made them developmental games at the end of road trips against the Pelicans. So the Warriors came home from that at 3-7, and seven, and they really have, over the last two weeks and a couple of days, started slowly but surely. It hasn't been perfect every single night. There, there's been a couple of, couple of letdowns, uh, one in Sacramento, the other in Phoenix, where the defense wasn't quite up to par. But, but this team is figuring out the rotation a little bit. Clay Thompson has figured things out a little bit over the last three games that, that he's played in. And slowly but surely, it does seem like the, the second unit is starting to be figured out with, with Draymond Green being a, a little bit more of a part of it. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. 
John Dickinson here on Warriors wrap up on 95.7 the game as uh, the Warriors again now nine and ten and continuing to get back on track. Uh, Andrew Wiggins. It was an Andrew Wiggins game for the Warriors in this one. Rarely do you see Andrew Wiggins be a player that is up at the top or, or near the top even in shot attempts in a game. And tonight, he he gave Steph Curry a, a run for his money. Uh, 18 field goal attempts. I thought the Warriors were, were really finding Wiggins on cuts. They were finding him on the perimeter. He's knocking down shots, and they were looking for him. And, and tonight was a was an active Andrew Wiggins game, I thought, I thought both ways, offensively and defensively. But, but there are some nights, and I think that's what's gotten a little bit lost at times with Clay Thompson trying to work his way through his early season struggles and, and seemingly trying to work his way through by, by shooting his way out of it and continuing to shoot his way out of it. And I think the one player that's been lost in all of the extra shots that Clay Thompson had been taking had been, had been Andrew Wiggins. A lot of those shots could have been shots that were going to Wiggins and now it seems like there's they're starting to become a little bit more of of a balance. And so Wiggins, you know, if if teams are going to be really trying to defend Steph at the level they have been, and Clay Thompson's going to be as hot as he was in the first quarter. Mentioned that third consecutive game for Clay Thompson, where where he really had it going and was able to knock down some some three pointers and and get to the free throw line even in the first quarter. Uh, Clay Thompson finished with 18 in this one. But 15 of the 18 for Clay were in the first quarter and got to the free throw line six times, knocked down five of, of the six free throws there. So Clay was hot early, an extension of the last couple of games, the, the game in Houston. And I think this all goes back to the team meeting that was held. And it all goes back to Clay really making a conscious effort to take better shots going back to that game against the Knicks in this building five nights ago on, on Friday the 18th. So credit to Clay in these last couple of games. He's come out hotter than he's come out in a lot of other games this season where it seemed like he'd, he'd always end up 0 for 2, or if he hit his first couple, he'd end up 2 for 6 or 2 for 7, and it was just that uphill climb. When Clay makes the first few, you don't mind him taking a couple of more, but I also think it, it relaxes Clay Thompson to a point where if he does get off to a hot start, he tends to be a little bit more patient as the game goes on because he feels like he's he's a part of things and he's and he's in a good rhythm. And I think we've seen now both of these last two games really be an extension of the game that he played against the Knicks where he was making a visible effort to move the ball and try and get it back and, and get the Warriors into a flow, and, and into a flow the Warriors were to the tune of 36 assists on 48 made baskets for this ball game tonight and the 124 points. But I think Clay getting off early, frees up Wiggins, being more willing to move the ball, allows the Warriors to get the ball to, to Wiggins at, at a higher rate, and that really allowed Wiggins to be a player that flourished in this one, uh, team-best 28 uh, in terms of the plus minus plus 28 and Wiggins goes for a game high 31 in this one so often we roll through and look at Andrew Wiggins and and we look at you know he, he's kind of the lost man right on a lot of these nights he's he's the lost guy as far as oh this guy played well this guy didn't Warriors did this and it, it's so funny we get halfway through these shows I think on a lot of nights and it's like oh yeah Andrew Wiggins he did this this and this tonight a night to highlight Andrew Wiggins right off the top 
and and for him to to be able to contribute six of ten from three point range for for Andrew Wiggins, he really is playing at an extremely high level right now and shooting it at a level where you know there were some games where it was. You know, just, it, I wouldn't call them low energy games. I know Steve Kerr was a little bit critical of his defense uh, recently, saying it could be better than it's been. But I, I think for the most part, save three or four games, really out of all of them that that he's been able to play of these first what now uh, nineteen games of the season. And I think for the most part, Wiggins has just continued to be steady. And Wiggins is somebody as as one of the younger core players that that really can put himself in a position to be more of a carrier. I think part of the plan for the Warriors is for Wiggins to be more of a carrier on certain nights, and tonight was a night where it was it was just a, a natural fit. So 888-957-9570. Got to give a nod to Draymond Green. Uh, Draymond Green, uh, a doing-everything type of a night for, for Draymond Green as, as you look at his line and you know, the nine points, but but 12 assists and, and seven rebounds. And a big part of the Warriors' second unit starting to come around, and it feels like the bench is, is gaining some traction, has been Draymond Green playing with that second unit. And you look at the lineup that Steve Kerr's gone to at the beginning of the second and, and fourth quarters, it's been Dante DiVincenzo with Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins has been out there as part of it. And it's been Draymond Green and Anthony Lamb uh, was tonight. And, and you saw those two really play off of each other well. We've seen Draymond Green out there with, with Jamichael Green uh, a little bit at, at times. But, yeah, Draymond now more uh, separate. And, and Jamichael Green's able to get his minutes backing up Looney. And also you know, Kaminga's been able to get in the game a little bit, which gives Draymond that little mini rest that he's going to need not playing the entire first and third quarters alongside Steph Curry to where he can come back and, and really anchor that that second group, which has all you really need is them to not wreck the game for you. But tonight they were a plus, a small plus, in, in really both of their segments of the game. And, and so if they can do that, I think the Warriors have to really like where they're at as far as being able to get things relined up now for that that starting group that's going to finish the game. So who would have known? Uh, and Draymond Green had some fascinating comments, which we'll play for you between now and 11 o'clock, discussing just his role in trying to get that unit stabilized and and the difference between trying to, to play fast versus slowing down with that group and, and what he tries to bring as far as the, the stability that, that they need to, to get away from. You know, how many times did we talk about, all right, starters got off to a nice game, and, and then by the middle of the second quarter, all of the hard work is gone, and then the starters can't get the thing back on track. And a lot of times teams have gotten rolling on the Warriors to a point where they just don't stop rolling for the rest of the game, and then they're in it back and forth and and you're playing a close game and, and a lot of these games on the road you're playing a close game and the Warriors haven't been able to finish those because I think in part the opposition has been allowed to really get in a in a strong strong rhythm and a lot of those games it's been because the the bench group at that top of the second quarter has just not been able to to hold up their end at all so you got a couple of starters in there with Draymond and Wiggins and now Jordan Poole and Dante DiVincenzo uh, I think they really like DiVincenzo being back you know his return has has coincided with 
the Warriors' ability to start playing a, a little bit better basketball, and, and Anthony Lamb continues to be somebody that, that the Warriors are, are feeling very comfortable using, you know, anywhere between 15 to 20 or, or maybe even 20-plus uh, points per, per uh, sorry minutes per game uh, in this one. Uh, really nice first half for the Warriors. Uh, defensively, I think you got to like only allowing the 18 points in the second quarter, able to break the game open in a spot as we were just talking about, where a lot of times it's it's gone the other way for the Warriors, and you can't mistake Clay Thompson's big 15 early points. And I think Clay gets a nod in this one for me for not overshooting it as the game went on, and I think that really allowed the Warriors to to maintain their rhythm as this thing went through. Uh, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text. It's Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7. The game is, uh, I'm going to be with you here till 11 o'clock. Warriors beat the Clippers tonight, 124-107. to And the Warriors now improve to 9-10 and on the season as uh, the Warriors will be right back in action after the Thanksgiving holiday with the Utah Jazz. Jazz suddenly not playing nearly as well as they were at the beginning of the season. They lost tonight at home to the Pistons uh, as the Pistons beat the Nuggets and the Jazz on on consecutive nights. So a nice couple of wins for the young up-and-coming Detroit Pistons. All right, we'll pause here. We'll come back. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We'll also hear from Draymond Green. But the phone lines are open as it's 888-957-9570. John Dickinson with you here. Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Curry now waiting. Draymond late arriving. Flashes through. Gets the catch. Rotates to Wiggins. Three ball left wing. Around and down for Wiggins. As it spun around the cylinder and then dropped through. Wiggins now with 15. He's tied Clay Thompson for the club lead in points. Now back to Warriors wrap up on 95-7 the game. 
One of Andrew Wiggins' six three-pointers and three of his 31 points as the Warriors beat the Clippers tonight, 124-107. to So Golden State now six of nine in the win column after being three and seven. And the Warriors trying to, to pick it up an inch closer to 500. They'll have an opportunity to get to 10 and 10 at the 20-game mark if they can win in Chase Center here on Friday night against the Utah Jazz. 888-957-9570. Let's get to Kenny and Fairfield on Warriors wrap-up tonight on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Kenny, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind? Hey, how's it going? Good. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, Kenny. What do you got? Perfect, perfect. We just uh, left the Warriors game with the kids, and uh, it was an awesome game. Chase Center is amazing. Uh, great food, great time, and uh, love seeing Andrew Wiggins. He uh, he looked really, really good tonight. Um, he looked good, and Draymond Green also looked really good seeing him live. That guy gets up and down the court like, like wow, he impressed me tonight. Yeah, he was really pushing the pace tonight, and thanks for the call, Kenny. Uh, he was really looking to grab it and go, even with the, the second unit. I know that was something that, that came up in the post-game press conference. But, yeah, he, he really was trying to to take it off the rim and, and try to get some easy baskets before the defense can get set. And when, when Draymond's really at his best, I think he's he's looking to do that a lot as as the point forward with, with shooters and – and, and other players running the floor and trying to, to get to the basket. Basically, you got Stephen Clay who can spread out among the starting group, and you've got Wiggins who can cut, and Draymond sometimes can, can even take it himself. So, yeah, he was really pushing it. And, and tonight is a night for Wiggins. You know, tonight's a night where uh, Wiggins gets to shine, I think, a little bit. Wiggins gets his flowers when he is so often, even on nights where he plays so well, uh, the guy that, that is – uh, a little bit overlooked, and the Warriors have have had a lot of these games. I mean, it felt like like last year's Wiggins, I think, tonight for for the Warriors, where he's making a bunch of threes and he's making the cuts to get easy buckets, and the defense is good. And then you look up at the end of the night, and you're like, damn, that was a really nice, really nice game for for Andrew Wiggins. And and I keep saying it as one of the younger players now of this championship core, uh, only what 27, he is somebody that can really help. Uh, I think carry some of the load on some of these nights to make it less taxing on the on the veteran players and and keep them fresh for what will be a stretch run where the Warriors are going to have to really try to win as many games as they can here to to get the highest possible seating they can and try and defend their title. Scott in San Francisco on Warriors wrap up. What's going on tonight, Scott? You're on ninety five seven. The game. Hey, I'm uh, finishing here at Chase Center, and I just want to say I think Jordan Poole needs to be sent to the G League. It's the absolute best decision that the Warriors can make right now. He's not playing at his best. He should be playing with Wiseman in the G League right now. All right, thanks, Scott. Yeah, no, it's look, rough night shooting the ball, but Jordan Poole's not going down to the G League. And, and you know, he wasn't making shots tonight, but, I mean, you look at him tonight. He, I, I thought, you know, plus 19 – uh, in, in the game, like good things were happening, even though he wasn't wasn't making shots in this one. Two turnovers. He's struggling to find it as far as the offense goes. He did have five assists, so I thought he was looking to be a willing passer, and he was open. And but you, you got no you, you got no other option. Like Jordan Poole's got to work his way through it. Similarly, I think to the way Clay Thompson has been allowed to work his way through it, and I think the Warriors are. Or asking him to be in a in a different role. So no, uh, Jordan Poole's days in the G League 
barring a an injury of some sort, are are long gone, <laughs> long gone. Adam in San Jose, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. What's going on, Adam? What's up, JD? Overall, it was a beautiful game to watch tonight. They, they played pretty well up until the last five minutes. Um, the bench once again let us down. It looked like an elementary school basketball game out there the last five minutes. Um, the bench unit's got to figure it out, man. It's, it's getting bad. Um, just think about it, going against uh, teams like Milwaukee and and uh, uh, teams like that. We'll just The Boston Celtics will get killed out there. And then Jordan Poole, man, that guy signed the extension and vanished on us. He just stole $140 million and disappeared. Um, it almost feels like Draymond needs to punch him on the other side of his face to balance him out a little bit. All right, Adam. Come on, man. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Uh, people all over Jordan Poole tonight uh, are kind of surprised by that. And look, as far as the guys out there at the end of the game, you know, the guys out there at the end of the game are not going to be playing – in meaningful games. You know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. and and Ryan Rollins, I mean, Moses Moody might, but but those guys are not going to be out there together in any game that means anything. And if the if they are, then the Warriors are done, like plain and simple. Uh, it, it's really at this point more about how do they fit Draymond Green into that rotation with Wiggins and then pick your other three. You know, Poole's going to be out there. DiVincenzo's going to be out there. Tonight it was Anthony Lamb that was out there. We've seen it be Jamichael Green as the, the fifth player. There's different combinations that you can use in an attempt to try and get two or three different starters out there with that bench group. But uh, it's it's just too early. Like, I get it. Fans are frustrated with Poole. And, but, you know, it almost seems like, all right, you know, Clay Thompson's figured it out these last couple of games. So for some in the fan base, it's like, all right, well, who's the next guy to, to go to and look at that's, that's not necessarily getting his numbers to kind of to kind of pin the blame on? And look, Poole's not had a great start to this season. And anytime somebody gets paid at the level that, that he's going to be getting paid, I mean, the contract is, is guaranteed, but it doesn't kick in until next year where he'll be averaging, what, about $30 million a year once that thing kicks in, a little over $30 million a year once it kicks in for the four and, and 123. But it, it, it's a matter of, like, I, I don't think he's vanished for lack of effort. I don't think he's gotten paid and, and gotten happy. Uh, I mean, if, if anything, he's, you know, I think, you know, at times maybe trying to do a little too much, especially with, with that group when he is out there on the floor not playing alongside the starters. So I think finding the right balance for him to where he can get it rolling a little bit and then look to to really try and be the lead scorer among that, that second group when he's out there with DiVincenzo and Wiggins and, and Draymond Green and, and whoever the fifth player winds up being. You know, but you want to get him in. You don't want him to ha- to not be rolling and then have to get rolling with that group because I think the one thing that we've seen – is that's tough for him. It's tough for him to be out there with other bench players and then dominate. I think that was a plan that the Warriors had going into this season. Hey, all right, Jordan Poole can can almost on his own be able to make sure that that group is scoring enough points, and I think they've they've seen that, that at this point he probably has to be playing with better players to be as successful as, as he possibly can or hit close to the marks that he hit uh, as far as last year goes, but um, I'm <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, I'm really not 
that concerned with Jordan Poole and the Warriors' ability to figure out for this season where he's going to fit in, in, in this thing. As far as future years and when he does actually start making you know that that 30 million plus dollar annual average value you know at that point you know maybe maybe you have to look to say all right you know do you want to put him in a spot in another in another city with another team to where to where maybe he can try to be a starter and 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 work on his game in that way but I, I just don't think we're we're there yet, but so it goes, right? You know, Clay Thompson figures it out. Now it's got to be Jordan Poole. Andrew Wiggins is playing well, and it's you know you, you got it's hard to get everybody clicking at the same time. The Warriors really didn't have everybody clicking at the same time until the playoffs started last year, and they were able to win uh, a championship doing it. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's get to Johnson in the city next year on Warriors wrap up. What's going on, Johnson? Thank you, JD. Yeah, I just wanted to say um, I, I like it when uh, Steve Kerr does give them rest so they can come back looking fresh. He he, he learned from that 73-win season and, and learned from that Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson injury, and it, it helps them c- continue and prolong their career. Um, that's why I, as long as they are able to get in the playoffs and win championships, I'm okay with the uh, timely rest. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, look, they they looked fresh tonight. I mean, there's there's no doubt. And I I think you know I mentioned this on Monday. Every once in a while, giving giving guys the night off is gonna it's gonna be beneficial if this team feels they have to get on a run later. Just because you're doing it now doesn't mean you necessarily have to do it later. If anything, it may be a little bit of a tell that you want to be able to to extend guys and and not have them already worn out to when you do want to make a run. And so I think, you know, we'll see. You're always kind of managing where you are in the season and managing where you are in the standings. And, and look, there's going to be injuries. You know, knock on wood, from the Warriors' point of view, they, they haven't had really any injuries to, to this point that they've had to deal with, which is probably the, the biggest – that's probably in a way the biggest concern. You'd hope if the Warriors weren't going to have injuries that they would be – a little bit better at this point than than nine and ten because you'd worry that, that potentially those are, you know, those those injuries are coming. So uh, that that I would say you want to build up a little bit of a cushion to five hundred before maybe you have to deal with somebody being out for a couple of weeks or or, or something like that. Eight at eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's go to Ricky next here on Warriors wrap up. Hey Ricky. Hey JD, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, man? Thanksgiving, JD. Yeah, you as well. Enjoying the win. Thank you, man. Thank you. Me and my Rambo were enjoying the the Warriors win tonight, man. You know, I have to say, like, this is what the Warriors needed. You know, these last, you know, I want to say, what, three games since the Houston game? They needed these confidence teams, right, to build their confidence back up, like Clay and even, you know, Wiggins. You know, he got lost there because of his defense, you know. um, So, it's like, you know, like a heavyweight fighter after he loses the belt. He, he fights a couple of journeymen to get his confidence back to get, you know, to know that he's still a champion, right? And that's what the Warriors did tonight. You know, they, they beat on, on a team that was just, you know, lackluster with superstars because, you know, Kawhi didn't play Paul George and play. Who was going to play that, that shooter out? Luke Bernard? Luke Bernard or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Kennard. Yeah, Kennard is out too. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, he didn't even play. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, you play who you play who's out there. 
You know, I'm not I'm not talking to worries for that, but you know, it's a confidence game, and that's all it is. Let's just keep it rolling. This is you know, I want to say two games in a row. I mean, unless you want to go all the way back to um, the Knicks game with Clay, that he's built up some good games now. Let's keep it going. You know, I just want to see the Warriors win. I want I want Clay to be the best. I want Clay to make an All Star. I'm betting that Clay should be an All Star this season. Um, but you know, we'll see. But anyway, man, happy Thanksgiving. Let's go, Warriors. Thank you, JD. All right, all right, Ricky. Appreciate it. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Clay's got a little ways to go if he's if he's going to be an All Star. But yes, it is three consecutive positive games for Clay Thompson. And I, I'll say this: as far as the Clippers having guys out and and playing things cautiously with with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, I mean they've they've seen a lot of games these last few years where one or both of them have not been playing. And the way I look at tonight for the Clippers is is you chalk it. It's you know it's one game you got back. That, that was maybe a little bit of an easier win because those two weren't playing that helps offset the fact that, you know, that that's one of those Pelicans games basically back that that you decided, you know, you were going to rest some players. And, and I know those guys are injured, but it just – it I think now in, in, in today's NBA, there's just so many teams that have so many different agendas with their injury and their place and where they are on the road and whether they're hot or cold – it just it, it almost in in some ways feels a lot more like baseball. I was talking to Steiny about that today, where there's just going to be a certain amount of games that for everybody, like you're just going to win. Everybody's just going to win a certain amount because of the schedule and circumstances, and everybody's just going to lose a certain amount because of the schedule and the circumstances. And then what you do beyond that is, is going to be the most important thing. And I think you're already kind of seeing it when you look at the standings right now and the fact that. The Warriors have 10 losses, and they are 11th. And the Suns have six losses, and they're first in the Western Conference. And they're the only team. Like, the number one team has six losses right now. The the, the second best teams, Denver and the Pelicans, with the second fewest losses in Sacramento, who lost tonight in Atlanta after winning seven in a row, they all have seven losses. So the Warriors are, are, are three, four in the loss column away from being at the top and it just tells you how how everybody is so just compacted together to where it it just there's no separation for anybody and that that really benefits the Warriors I I think if you're a team like the Grizzlies or the Nuggets or the Suns or even Dallas the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George like some of these teams that really think they're you know contenders with the Warriors for them to not get off to a, a little bit more of a lead with the Warriors so down at the beginning of the year I think that's a big time missed opportunity but I also think it's a it's a it's just a, it's a testament to the league and just how even everything is on a night in night out basis all right a couple more phone calls 888-957-9570 Jonathan in San Jose next here on Warriors wrap up hey Jonathan Hey, I loving your show tonight. Listen, I gotta disagree with you on your on your take on pool. I agree with those callers who who, who said he's he's not accept, it's not acceptable. You said it's not for lack of effort, but what difference does it make if it's not for lack of effort? I see Clay Thompson sitting on a stationary bike with eight minutes left after they rested him, and Curry and Clay come in with twenty minutes left, up twenty one with seven minutes left. Why? Because Kerr doesn't tr- trust Pool, and I don't trust him either. For thirty million, he's got to do better. You can't have that. No, it's got to be better than it's been. I I don't think anybody. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you on that note at all. Uh, what I'm saying is, I think they're trying to find the right combinations for him to play with, and they're trying to get him more comfortable in a role that he didn't 
play a lot last year. Like, we, we speak of him as a super sixth man. And, I, look, I don't know what's going on with, with Jordan Poole as to whether or not he wants to, you know, w- would prefer to start or thinks playing with some of the bench players is beneath him or whether the punch is still impacting things. I mean, all of those things are plausible. But I also think that it's not a completely lost cause on November the 23rd. <laughs> that that it's oh he's just done and like guys are going to go through struggles you're going to have certain players that are playing well at certain times there's going to be certain players that aren't playing well at certain times there will be a point in this season where Jordan Poole gets it together and we may be talking about oh well Poole got Poole's got it together but now Andrew Wiggins isn't isn't maybe playing as well and you you need certain guys to be playing well at certain junctures of a season to be able to offset maybe some of the other guys that aren't playing as well he's got to play <laughs> right now. And look, nobody's saying that it's acceptable. And, you know, he only played 21 minutes tonight, which I think is is a little bit of a tell. I think Steve Kerr would want that number to be 26 to 30. And I think against some teams it will. I think against other teams it may not be. I mean, the Clippers are a real conscientious defensive team, even without Kawhi and, and, and without Paul George, and a team that, that typically makes you, makes you work. Now, uh, but Poole's got to be better. There's there's no doubt that Poole's got to be better. It's how do they get him to play better via you know, combinations and the like. Uh, and I think right now it's it's sort of one thing at a time, right? They feel like they've got Clay on the right track. Now let's see if they can't get Jordan Poole on the right track here over the, over the course of, of, of these coming games. Sean in Redwood City on Warriors Wrap-Up. What's going on, Sean? Hi, how's it going? So, um, good man. Basically, I just wanted to touch up. I just wanted, uh, yeah. So, I just wanted to touch up a little bit on like the Jordan Poole situation. I don't really like how a lot of people are really like uh, treating him on, on the way that he's been playing lately. It's like not everyone's gonna be like Steph Curry or like LeBron James and drop thirty points a night. And you know, it's like he we paid him a bunch of money, but it's it's. I really think it's very unfair to him um, and to the franchise to say that. He stole all that money from us. Uh, it's still, I, I believe it's still very early in the season. And watch in a couple games when he drops a thirty ball, we'll be saying, we'll be, we'll be having a pool party. So, you know, it's all good. So, yeah, no, exactly. Like, and and I get it. Like, it's we're a month into this thing, and it hasn't looked great to this point. But you, you got to pump the brakes a little bit. Like, he's still going to be a big. Uh, you know, play a big role on this team. There, there's still a lot of teams that are they're real good matchups for him to be playing against, and and teams that he can get rolling and and be efficient. And there's going to be these opportunities for him to play when Clay Thompson's sitting out. And there's you know there's going to be opportunities if if Steph ends up sitting out in some of these games, or if Steph has to miss you know some games due due to an injury, to where you know they're really going to need him at that point too. And so you can't. You can't just totally lose him. And, and look, I don't think, I mean, we did have, I guess, somebody that, you know, was running material earlier and saying, you know, you got to send him down and this and that, which obviously is, is, is asinine. But they do have to figure out ways to get more out of him. I think he's been a little more decisive of late. But tonight, I thought the length and the physicality of the Clippers' defense really bothered him. I also thought he missed some open shots tonight. I mean, he's 0 for 8 from 3. You know, maybe he's got to be a little bit more decisive in trying to move the ball and get it back in the same vein that Clay Thompson had been able to to move the ball and, and, and get it back to get it back as well. So let, let, let's hear a couple of minutes of Draymond Green 
before we call it a night here as uh, Draymond addressed the Warriors, you know, picking up the pace a little bit, and, and a lot of the discussion is with respect to him really helping to try and fix what has been wrong with the Warriors' second unit. So here's Draymond. One of the stories tonight um, is like, you know, the, you guys are reworking the second unit, and that includes putting you in it. What is how important of a task is it to you to like get that thing going? I think it's very important because it's it's not so much the point total that's been lost; it's the energy that's been lost, and then you try to come back from that, and sometimes it's just impossible to overcome. You know, and so I think um, that is the importance of it: is just making sure that um, making sure that we're able to sustain the level of energy needed to win at a high level. And so that's my goal. Um, And what am I doing? Um, Number one, just trying to slow the unit down. That unit should not play as fast as the first unit. Um, It should be more methodical. Uh, It should be more sets. It should be um, more patterned movements as opposed to random movements and random offense. And so I think for me, it's just um, trying to slow that unit down, number one. And then number two, and most importantly, is make sure that unit is defending. Because as a second unit, your your job isn't to go out there and build the lead. Your job is to maintain the lead. And in the instance that uh, the first unit failed to build a lead, then your job is to slow down and settle the game in. Uh, and, and so that's just kind of been my focus with it and, and just trying to trying to help that unit play as much mistake-free basketball as we possibly can. There were a few moments, though, that you were getting in off the rim, and you were kind of pushing the pace, too. I mean, in a controlled way where you have the ball. Is there some of that, too, where, you know, you're trying to juice pace at times, too? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think for me, anytime that I can get the ball and push the pace, regardless of who out there is good for us, uh, with that unit in particular, if we can get the ball and push it, then you're not playing against a set defense. You know, it's much tougher uh, to operate against a set defense. And so I think, um, you know, that starts with stops. We we continue to get stops in that unit, then we can get out and, and, and really push the tempo. And I think that'll be to the benefit of the, that unit. I think, you know, as Jordan get more comfortable with me and that group and other and, and, and the group that is now there, it'll free him up some as well, playing in transition like that. So I think, uh, you know, that's got to be a focus of that group for sure. Early in the fourth, when you drove full distance of the court and then found Lamb for that layup, I mean, and they called the timeout right away. That that was a key key little stretch. I mean, what does that do, also for the confidence of some of these guys? It's huge for the confidence of guys, um, <clears throat> because that being in that unit, you can almost feel snake bitten when things start going wrong. Uh, and in basketball, when you feel that way, it's hard to overcome that. And so uh, it's very important for that unit, you know, get get guys a couple easy baskets. And, you know, if you can get guys a couple easy baskets, then everything else starts to flow. And so uh, I thought, you know, for us it was, or for me it was, especially when I'm at the five, it's important that if I get the rebound, I push the ball because there's usually four guys uh, that can shoot the ball around. And so if we can push the tempo, get them cross-matched, you know, it's to our advantage. So that definitely was a focus of mine, but I think, uh, you know, to your question, it's huge for the confidence of the bunch. You are probably like the best at playing with Steph, like knowing how he operates. And obviously you guys have done it for a decade. And now you're looking at Wiggins. It feels like it's instinctual to him. How long does it take to go from new Steph teammate to, all right, I got this. I'm I'm a part of the flow. I think it's different for certain guys, but I think it usually takes a a small part of the season for guys to start figuring out. 
because no one else in the world plays like that. It's funny when you're playing against other teams and the first thing guy walks up is like, this dude never stops moving. I'm like, I know. This is pretty interesting. No one else plays like that. And so it is an adjustment period that it takes. For some guys, that's 20 games. For some guys, that's 40 games. You know, but I think usually when you get halfway into the season, it starts to change for guys and they understand like, all right, he's moving here, he's moving there. And what you end up realizing is when to get in the way, per se, and when to just get out the way. And I think, you know, once you start to figure that out, everything else just kind of comes naturally. When, when do you feel like you got that, like, like I got this, and, and it, it came to you? My rookie year, once I figured out how good he was in a pick and roll, I just ran and set screens for Steph. And no matter where he was, no matter where I was, if I saw him, I was flying to set a ball screen. We just kind of built off that. It's been special. To play with someone of uh, that talent that carries, uh, that pulls the defense the way that he pulls the defense, I think it's been a great, a great match of skill sets. You know, uh, my skill set matches and helps what he's able to do, and his skill set skill set helps and matches what I'm able to do, and it's it's great. But I, I have to say, uh, for me, it was figuring out. All right, like go set the screen and just give him a half a step. If you give him half a step, he good. Draymond All right, so Draymond Green there addressing a number of different things. Uh, one of the themes of the night is just uh, players, and I think you did see Anthony Lamb at, at one point. He, he was able to – he had the ball, and he was kind of searching for Steph. As Steph relocated, finally hit him uh, for a, a, a shot from the corner there. And uh, I, I thought the, the just the one point I wanted to get back to off of what Draymond said about Jordan Poole was just how he thinks he can help Jordan by – amping things up and getting in transition more by playing better defense that can help him get rolling. I think that's something I want to keep an eye on here moving forward over the next handful of games if Draymond's still going to be out there with that second unit, and that is how can Draymond attempt to get Jordan Poole going uh, by you – because know, I, I think I think that's the last step right now to, to this bench – really becoming much more productive. He he's stabilized it some, but getting pool back playing consistently is I think that the, the next level of it and where this team can really take off and, and start to get on, on a run. So uh, food for thought here as we uh, pause and, and in the evening and, and head toward Thanksgiving, which is going to be all about the food, of course, as it always is. All right, that'll do it. Uh, long day, long night. Warriors get the win over the Clippers and uh, they win at 124 to 107. Uh, I will be back on Friday, another long one. Uh, join me Friday. I'll be with Evan Giddings from noon to 3 here on 95.7 The Game, and then right back at 6 o'clock, Warriors Live, Warriors and the Utah Jazz from Chase Center as uh, this thing rolls on. The game's coming fast and furious as they always do here this time of year. All right, that'll do it. Thanks to Sterling Bennett. Thanks to everybody in our San Francisco studios. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope you all enjoy it with your families, and we'll talk to you Friday as the Warriors will be back in action then. Uh, Good night, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.